once again, we have with us on Tuesday nights the president of Darlington International Raceway. Now, we, we put the old guy, Kerry Tharp, out to pasture uh, the end of last year. We bid him, bid him adieu and wished him well in his retirement. And now we go young again as we welcome in the new president of Darlington Raceway, the new commander-in-chief of Darlington. We welcome in Josh Harris to Sports Talk once again. Good evening, sir. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. As always, our pleasure. Looking forward to a nice, long, extended run with us here and you there at Darlington. So how's it gone for you so far now? I mean, you've had several months to take control of this thing and um, kind of put your fingerprints on some things. How do you think it's gone? Well, so far, so good. They uh, haven't changed the locks on me, so that's a go- always a good sign. <laughs> but, no, it's uh, we've gotten off to a, to a really good start um, here at the beginning of the year, just working hard on all of our plans for throwback weekend in May and then obviously the cookout Southern 500 weekend and Labor Day. So, uh, so far, so good. What's the condition of the track at this stage since we last were there uh, on uh, Southern 500 weekend last last September? I mean, what kind of things have gone on around the track since then? Well, we've hosted a couple of community events uh, later in the year. Uh, we do a track lap event, uh, raise some funds through our Darlington Shares program, and then really it's just been a lot of maintenance, kind of off-season prep work that we do every year around the facility. I've been out taking care of the track a little bit, just doing a little maintenance and uh, gradually working on our checklist to get ready for May. You haven't gone out there and, like, changed any configuration or anything like that, kind of put your own identity on the place, have you? No, I'm not, I'm, I'm, uh, I think I'm pretty smart to leave that track configuration the way it is. It's pretty unique, and uh, the old girl is uh, ready for, for some racing come May, for sure. Yeah, I know she's anxious to get the, get the cars out there. Are you guys going to have any sort of um, – testing sessions will will nascar allow anything like that will you have anything like that with drivers on the track between now and may no unfortunately not the testing policy that nascar has now just limits the cup teams the xfinity teams and the truck series teams from being able to test on a track that they compete on later in the year there are some unique situations maybe with a new driver coming in where that could be a possibility but as of now, we ha- we don't have anything uh, other than um, Rusty Wallace Racing Adventure will be on track in March for a Saturday. So if somebody has the uh, the itch to come out and take some laps around the track or you know drive a stock car, uh, that'll get her warmed up uh, in March. That's very cool. What's that date? Um, that will be March 16th. And Rusty himself will be there? No, Rusty won't be there, but it's his... Uh, his driving experience that goes around to different tracks uh, throughout the country. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Talking with Josh Harris from Darlington. As we go into this new season, the 24 season, I know following the drivers and the changing of the teams, that's one thing. Uh, what about rules and rules packages and things like that um, for the fans looking ahead to the race Sunday? Anything you can cite that's a major difference from last year that people will notice? I don't know that it will be a major difference you know, that, that will be noticed, but I know Toyota and Ford both have made some slight changes to their body styles this year. They worked on that. NASCAR allows them to, to work through the manufacturers, uh, make slight updates year, 
every two years. So Toyota and Ford both have made some adjustments. I think on the Toyota side, it's a little bit more of a flat front end to uh, maybe help them with those uh, drafting at Daytona and some of those tracks. But other than that, we've still got this. will be the third year of the next-gen car, so uh, still fine-tuning working on that from the team side, and I think it's going to put a, put on some great racing again. Mm-hmm. Josh, as we look forward to Daytona, I'm fascinated by the possibility of having Jimmy Johnson back there once again. And and is it a situation where he's just he can't quite give up NASCAR? Is he still wanting to ride? Did he retire too soon, or is it just an opportunity for him to get back out and run the Daytona 500 once again? Well, I think you know he's a racer at heart for sure. And any time that we can see a, a now a NASCAR Hall of Famer. Right. get back in the car, uh, even on a limited basis. It's certainly exciting for the sport, the industry, and his fans. I know he's got a limited schedule this year with the Legacy Motor Club team that he's you know, now part owner in. And I think it just kind of helps them uh, you know, have an extra car in a few races. And, and those guys that run with him, Eric Jones uh, and John Hunter Nemechek, you know, give them some experience uh, from Jimmy's perspective. And you know, he ran IndyCar for a couple of years, and, and he couldn't quite give up the uh, the stock car, but I don't think he wants to race full-time. So this is a good mix for him, and we're certainly glad to see him. A little unique, you know, in the 84 car now instead of the 48 <laughs> that, you know, he was so accustomed to. But I um, I saw that paint scheme. It's a it's a blue color kind of, you know, honoring the, the petty legacy. Uh, so it'll be cool to see that out there on Sunday. Speaking of the drivers, as we head into speed weeks now and start looking forward to the uh, twin duels and then, of course, the race on Sunday, if it's able to run on Sunday with the weather forecast. But which team, I I mean, is going to Hendricks again? Are they going to be the front runners? Which teams, as you look at the uh, season from the outside looking in, which team should we focus in on? And is it Toyota this year? Is it Ford? Is it Chevrolet? Are we going to have to wait a couple of months before we're able to uh, determine which is the uh, dominant uh, team this year? Well, I think, you know, if you look at last year, there were certainly some high points with, you know, Hendrick won a number of races. William Byron won six races in the during the season and mm-hmm. just couldn't quite, you know, close it out there in the championship round. So I, I think, you know, traditionally Hendrick always uh, goes after the pole at Daytona for the Daytona 500. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, see them do that again. But I think a, a team that I'm, I'm curious to see how they continue to build really had some momentum last year was was RFK racing Roush Fenway Keselowski and uh you know maybe maybe see how those guys do in in the Fords Brad's always been a really good uh racer at Daytona and Talladega so I'm curious to see how they do this year New president of Darlington Raceway, Josh Harris, with us here tonight as we start looking forward to the NASCAR season kicking off officially this weekend down at Daytona. And Josh, just from a personal standpoint, you've spent a lot of time at Talladega, so you know things about super speedways. How big a difference is going from Talladega to Darlington? Which things have you found maybe the most challenging? And maybe what unique things are you excited about working at Darlington that maybe you couldn't do at Talladega? Well, you know, certainly the style of racing is, is different, but I think that, you know, from being here all throughout last year, getting to experience our two race weekends, uh, the thing that's unique uh, about both is they, they just have that old school charm and feel about them. Mm-hmm. And you really feel uh, that NASCAR heritage when you're at either of those tracks. So I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about from a Darlington perspective is just continuing to 
um, learn our history and, and share that with our fans, uh, both longtime fans, new fans. And, you know, we're looking forward to celebrating the throwback weekend in May and honoring the history. And then, you know, it'll be the 75th cookout Southern 500 and Labor Day weekend. So a lot of things to look forward to and, and be excited about. Uh, the, the racing uh, at both places always delivers, though, and that's the one thing that, that uh, you know, you can't question. No doubt. One more thing, we'll let you go. Speaking of the throwback weekend and, of course, the 75th anniversary of the Southern 500 coming up at Darlington, have you guys made any plans yet? about um, a way to honor Kale Yarborough. Is that something that is being uh, talked about as you think about plans maybe for the spring race? It's certainly been a topic of conversation around our offices. Nothing to share yet, uh, but I I know we will certainly uh, give proper recognition to Kale and his legacy, uh, both from a NASCAR standpoint, but also a Darlington standpoint. You know, our, our garage was named in his honor several years back five-time Southern 500 champion. Uh, so we'll certainly um, come up with some some different ideas to honor his legacy as we get into throwback weekend. Uh, and then I think really it'll be even more special uh, once we get to Labor Day weekend. Very good. Last thing, uh, when do you think you'll start uh, seeing the teams uh, tweet out those uh, new the, their plans for the throwback weekend, their schemes and all that? You got an idea in mind from hearing from the various camps when they're going to start uh, – making those things public? Well, we went up and met with a number of race teams in January at their shops and, and talked about throwback weekend. I know the teams have a busy schedule coming up uh, in the next you know couple of months, but we're hopeful that, you know, maybe by April we'll start to see some of those schemes trickling out. And I know that always gets the fans excited. Uh, you know, our theme this year is kind of celebrating our roots and really want to highlight those drivers stories of how they got to the national series racing today and kind of talk about their upbringing and what they did on their way up to to get where they are so we're excited about that i think the teams are excited about that um and then you certainly will kick off that or that weekend culminate with the uh with the goodyear 400 on sunday looking forward to it looking forward to every weekend looking forward to every tuesday with you sir thank you so much uh your predecessor would be proud yes sir Yes, he would. And, Josh, before we let you go, I did want to give you the opportunity to promote your watch party uh, this coming mm. Sunday for the uh, Daytona 500 here in Florence. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, we will we will be over at Mellow Mushroom in Florence uh, starting about 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, uh, getting ready for that race at 2.30 on Fox. So we invite all, all of our fans, supporters in the area to come out and join us. We're going to have some games. We're going to have some prizes to give away, uh, and you don't want to miss it. So, Going out to Mellow Mushroom, and then just one other little thing. I mentioned the Rusty Wallace racing earlier. It's actually Saturday, March 23rd, not not the 16th. So gotcha. One Saturday earlier. But, yeah, come on out and see us at Mellow Mushroom. We'll get the Sports Talk Pinto out there as well as part of the uh, Rusty Wallace exhibit. That'd be cool. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Josh. Take care. <laughs> see you. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. Thanks, Josh. We got to indoctrinate Josh yeah, into the ways did. of the jo- of the mm. Sports Talk Pinto, and it's uh, it's many, many victories uh, on that track there at Darlington that it uh, has enjoyed over the years. The many laps we've turned there at, at Darlington, as uh, in the many uh, the many stripes that we've gotten from Darlington over the years. All right. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it, and he'll be with us. 7.30 on Tuesday nights uh, moving forward. That'll be his normal slot, which is the same slot that we've had for every 
Darlington president. I mean, we've had every Darlington president with us going back, um, I think, four presidents. I think he's the fourth president to uh, join us on a regular basis on Sports Talk. So so it would have been Chip Weil, uh, Car- uh, Chip Carrie Br- Thorpe. Uh, well, and- yeah, uh, Browning. Yep, Chris Before, Browning. Chris Browning. Chris was first. Yep. Yeah, Chris was the first. Chris Chris Browning and then Chip Weil and KT. Now Josh. So. Yeah, Chip speaks very highly of, of Josh. So if he's gotten the Chip Weil seal of approval in yep. NASCAR, he's going to go places. Yeah, I have no question he's going to do a great job.